To say it's an honor and a privilege, it's an understatement. To be in the presence, first and foremost, of a veteran, Mamshad Derek of Ramazan. There's very few other ways to describe it, a person who, as was mentioned, devoted his entire life to Messias Nefesh. To spreading this arm to all of us, whether directly, indirectly, many of us, most of us, all of us, directly. We owe tremendous, tremendous adversities to Ephraim Kramer. Mamish. The Peshitas doesn't just talk the talk, he walks the walk, Mamish. It's a big, big privilege, so it's almost an embarrassment for me to open my mouth. It's a schuss for all of us. And it's a schuss to be in the presence of Mabakshi It's a schuss to be in the presence of those who feel very deeply as if Yiddish and Abedas Hashem, it's a journey. And we're on that path, and we're all trying to hold on with every last shred of strength that we have at the end of the time to hold each other up, to hold our souls together. It's a big excuse. So thank you so, so much for having me. When we have nothing else to hold on to at the very, very, very end, we need to remind ourselves what we say Monday, Thursday, after everything that we've been through, personally, collectively, however we look, whatever we're involved with, we haven't forgotten you, Ramanishala. Sometimes we're close, sometimes we feel that we're far. Forgotten you we haven't. It's the strongest chizm, it's the strongest advocacy, defense, on our behalf to say, okay, it's 2021. We might look the way that we look. We stumble sometimes and we fall. And we crawl sometimes and we claw at the earth to try to move forward on this journey. And we're not complacent. And we're looking for something more. I want to tell you a story. Third Ramayalach was giving over this hasag, this hargashim, to his chasidim, and down to the divers, and the originer. And the elder originer used to tell the chasidim around him that he was in a cabal from his rabbeim, that the Hashem HaKadosh when there was a decree, when there was a gazera, the Bashan Kaddish used to go to a certain place in the forest. And he used to light a special candle, a special nair, of course, with the most exalted intentions. And he used to say a special tea. And the decree would be Mizbah. The Magadim is rich. 
told his Hasidim we no longer know how to light the flame. We no longer know how to kindle the scandal. But we remember the place and we remember the two, and that would be enough for Nagin. Ramoshele Sassaber and his generation would say that when there was a Gizeh that needed to be nullified, he would say, we no longer know how to kindle the flame. And we no longer know the tefillah, but we know the place in the forest, let's just go and sit there. And that would be enough. And then generations later, the Rishoner said that in our time, he said, we no longer remember the place. We no longer remember how to light the candle, and we no longer remember the tefillah. But we remember the story, and let that be sufficient. And it was. These words of the whole Zayshim Chalashatak are very, very deep. Very deep. I spend a long time talking each and every word. It's not just simple as it sounds. Bechalza, we haven't forgotten Bechalza Shimcha. Very, very deep. Let's take a look at some of the words here. Based on our Nassim Kudelahs. Rav Nassim says that the concept of shame, the concept of a name, is connected to the concept of zikaron, of memory. This is very deep, but I'm going to the whole thing now. Very simply, but it is a deep idea, so let's try to focus. Rabbanosa says that the concept of shame is connected to the sphere of Malthus, which from our perspective we say the created world around us, the world that we live in, a very simple level, the created world that we experience, that we're supposed to perceive as being the Malthus, the Kedusha, the Malthus, the kingship, the kingdom of the Ramashalom, to see Akadosh to feel his presence, Malthus. Baruch Shein, the concept of Shein, Kavoy, Malchus. Shein and Malchus are connected one with the other. We make a Baruch of Shein or Malchus. Shein and Malchus are connected. We say the Pesukim, L'shakin Shemoi Shema. The Shina is connected to Malchus, the indwelling presence of God that we can perceive throughout the created world in our lives. L'shakin Shemoi Shema. The Shina, L'shakin, Malchus is connected to the concept of Shein. What's the connection between a name and this idea of Malthus? Says Rinasin, that the concept of shame, the concept of name, is connected to Zikari, to memory. Why is that? Because the idea of a name is very, very deep. Because when a person refers to some person, somebody else, or something by the name of that thing, Essentially, what he intends to do is to conjure up a memory in the mind of the person that he's communicating with of that thing. So when I'm trying to speak to a person, for example, about a table, I can say the name of this thing, it's called table, and I'm relying on the person's memory and experience of this concept of a table so that I don't need to explain to the person. I'm talking about a piece of wood or some other material with four legs upon which you place things. I could say table. And the table conjures up the memory 
that that person already has within his mind. If you think very deeply, it's a deep lesson. Most of communication happens not through our articulation, our speech, but in the mind of the other person. That's a very, very big responsibility to know exactly what we're conjuring up. Words are a funny thing. In any good debate, you have to define your terms, right? What do I mean when I say this idea? What, what, and what does it mean to you? Because otherwise, we're not we're plowing seeking about the same thing at all. This is very deep in communication. Shame is connected to zikari. It conjures up a memory. Shame is connected to malchus. Like we said, bar shame kevod malchus. Now, what does malchus, the created world, have to do with shame? Have to do with zikari with memory? Says Rambam. The whole purpose of the Neshama's descent into the world that you and I are sitting here taking for granted, human beings, Jews, Yidin, wrestlers, Yidin. No, it's not. It's a pelopili plan. Umaftilasis, the Neshama Nuru. It's just a cleat. We're souls sitting here. And why are we here? Says Ramasim. Because the Nisham Shemayim has a clear perception of a Lukus, of a Kodesh a clear perception of godliness. And everything that godliness contains within itself, endless, chesed, morality on the deepest, deepest, deepest level, balance, health, everything good, everything holy, and we're sent down to this world to engage with every single aspect of life in such a way that we perceive it as being shame. L'shakim shemari shama. That everything in life is supposed to conjure up a memory. It's supposed to conjure up and to remind us, like a person, you know, he, he remembers a melody from years ago. And he can't quite grasp every single tiny note, but he remembers what he remembers. He doesn't remember the prayer, the tefillah. He doesn't remember how to light the candle or the place in the forest, but he remembers the story, and that's sufficient. Some hint of something that we feel within ourselves when we encounter all of life, another human being. What is that that happens? What is the infinity that becomes captured within moments between husband and wife, between parents and children? Ah, it's a memory. It's a memory of that transcendent experience. When we're able to contact godliness in fleeting moments that are no longer fleeting, in insignificant encounters that are no longer insignificant, the zikarin of what it is to live a conscious life. And to find the Kashbarhu and to be aware that we're essentially Nishamas and to allow those Nishamas to echo with the reverberation of that Zikarin, that memory. One of our to read to you with your permission, a short tiny tire in the Kutamaran tiny, the Kamas, the Aethis infinite, about memory. And the Tzadik says like this. Rabbi Nathan tells us 
I'm a stereotypical breast of wine, you know, you can't find, you know. Sorry, I always look good, right? Sorry, for Lee, it's common to sing, but that's what it's all about. The serve of the shark will be sing, but the chiddush to many people. It's like, it's not super intense and super, like, anxious. It's not for real, you know. Yiddish head should be sweet and delicious. To serve a bar with a simcha. But we are feeling from the night from the madrigal And sometimes we feel as if we're grasping at straws. And the memory isn't so clear, the signal is not so powerful, and we fall. So the chazi asma liyama says the rev incredible chizik. An incredibly deep, deep, deep message and idea that a person needs to strengthen his or herself with the memory of previous times. When things were clearer, when things were more lifted. So he walks with another individual, sometimes a guide dog. A person that's not blind. Who might meet anybody. The whole thing after. And we trust in that other individual. We trust their perceptibility. And we walk with them, even if we can't see. Even if such a person can't see. Like I'm assuming a man of a person who can't see relies on his cane. Something else, an external vehicle. For vision, Asha in a very cloudy, even though he doesn't see at all. Me culture kings is the right of a simple vision, a calculation. Me culture kings should roughly lately after Asma. If this person is willing to rely on somebody else's perception, shouldn't we rely on our own perception? Even if it's not our clarity in the moment. Ah, but there was a time when things were clear, but now you're any smarter. Ah, now it's a time of moich and cottons. Now it's a time when we're pigeonholed into seeing the tunnel just a moment in front of us in the negative circumstances, and we feel awash with a deluge of frustrations and difficulties and challenges. Now is the time to rely on an earlier version of your very self that had that clarity that was clear. That was clear. But the signal was clear. A time when we were able to remember. A time when everything that we encountered in life reminded us of a Kodesh Baruch, of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's name, of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's shame. That the person had inspiration, that the person felt connected, that the person felt clear, there's meaning to life, there's value to our actions, that the Torah who cares about us. We're in a relationship with him that's worth building, that's eternal, we're part of a story, not just little individuals. Each and every one of us were sparks of the same torch and drops of the same ocean, 2,000 years of a mission that you and I are going to bring to the finish line. And we have to feel that sense of mission. To rely on that clarity. To tap back into it and say, right now, I'm not thinking straight. Right now, my, my mind is not clear. Let me rely on those shining, exalted moments when I was standing near Kippush when I asked For each and every person, find that happy place. You know, like this. Find, find that place of simcha meekness. A tish, a fabrainian, a yard-side suit, a moment where 
Things are clear. Things are clear. I push it when it's more simple. Convoluted or sophisticated. Simple. After everything that a human being goes through, after everything that the Jew experiences, and our journey, this journey that we're on, and this journey that we're trying to move forward, and we're trying to grow, and we're trying to reveal a Baruch Hu in each and every detail of our lives, and battle against Ashelia, and battle against the illusion and the delusion that this world is a Messias in and of itself, and it's hard, and it's difficult, and it's a struggle, it's a challenge. Some days are easier than others, but it's a challenge. If I'm attached and connected to the concept of Shimcha, if I'm connected to the concept of shame, to realize that every single thing is the name of a Kodesh that the whole Almasi, the whole Malchus, this whole world, with everything that it contains, Dominion, Sameach, Haimadabar, Ezrach, Haimachar, everything, everything in the physical world is part of the last hay of Yudke Vavke, it's literally part of Akash Baruch's name. Kabbalish, 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 Mamash, to find holiness in life. Shimcham, Loishachachacham, that brings us back to the Zikarin, that brings us back to the Eden of memory. One of the most well-known wrestler, Tyre is Rich Bays, 282. Tyre was Amra, right? One of the most famous, famous, famous ideas from Nathan. The doctrine, the concept of Nikuda Tyre, to find a little point of good. But there's one word that Tyre are always getting over this teaching and spreading it and sharing it, but there's one word that oftentimes gets lost, and I personally feel that it's not the most, perhaps the most important word, and the whole entirety of the Torah. Rabbi Nachman again and again and again says, to find an akud this Torah is a dime. The akud this Torah is a dime. But in a moment that a person is blind, to dig deep and to find an akud Torah, but not just sound akud Torah, the akud Torah is Adayu. What's this concept of Adayu? The concept of Adayu ever is this element of Zikari. This element of digging deep and finding that place of Pashas, finding that place of clarity within ourselves that we contain. And it takes some shutting off of some of the complex systems that we ordinarily function out of. The Pasuk says, Harfu Uduhu. Just desist. It's nothing that we need to do. It's something that we need not to do to move back from complexity, to close off some of that noise. Rabbi Nachman says, shut off the phone, disconnect from the chavr. Go out, go out, go out, and once there's ample space, right? Many times you go all in your backyard or some of the chavr, you know? There's ample space, go out. Spend time alone. Tap into that place of zikarim. The nekudas tayyar shayyashi adayim. And perhaps we can suggest that that's the point of the Nekudatayla. Is if I can find the Adani within myself. If I can find that place, Adani means that it's still there. Maybe to say I'm tapping into a place, an earlier iteration of simplicity, of sweetness, of death. The Nekudatayla, Shayeshvi, Adani. That's the Nekudatayla. It's that Adani. 
I still have clarity. After everything I've been to the Shimcha, I'm connected to your name, I'm trying to find you, I'm trying to feel you from behind the concealment. And it's not clear, it's not articulated clearly, it's on paper, you can read it off. It's a heritage. It's a heritage. I want to close with a story that a lot of us are familiar with as well. A marshal from the Rebbe is so deep. This itself is endless, endless, endless meaning. Every word of the Rebbe, every word of the Tzadik. It's the story of the tainted grain. And the story goes, a short little story. The story goes that there was a stargazer, a person who was able to see in the stars what would be on some level, and he was very, very close to the king. He was also a minister. And he came to the king and he said that according to my calculations, the grain of this coming year's crop is going to be completely tainted with some terrible, terrible plague that won't only destroy the crop. The crop will be there, but it will make every single person who eats it insane, mad, insane. So he said, what should you do? This is all the food that we have. If we don't eat it, if we don't eat it, there's so much death there. And we don't have so much time. There's so much death in this itself. I'm sure you know. Think about every group of the stories. If we don't eat it, then everybody's going to eat the grain and become man. We'll be the normal ones in actuality, but clapping them in relation to the way that they see the world will be the crazy ones. But if we eat it, we're giving up our sanity. Says so that the king came up with an, with an idea, with a, a strategy. And the king says, we're going to eat the grain. We'll become mad like everybody else. But you and I will make marks on our forehead. So that when we look at each other, at least we'll know that we're a little, we're a little crazy. At least we'll know. Historically, people thought that wrestlers were a little crazy, right? Crazy in a holy way, in a holy way. I bless you and me. That in all the experiences of the Ubechal, when we feel as if it's the good days and we have everything, and we're serving a good work with Simcha because we've got this feeling and we're picking up on the perception and we're picking up on the Zikharin and everything that we see and every fruit that we hold in our hand that we get a bracha on and every person that we see and the shining infinite moment sitting on the dining room floor playing with our, our kids and spending time with our, with our spouses and taking a walk in the park and being this volume that Gunnachman advises us to look at the safe Hashish, the whole Dabur, that everything is shiny, everything has meaning. The Ubechols, and also the Zavis, where we're sitting on the floor, this time with nobody, an empty room, shattered, broken, looking at the remnants, the tiny little ashes that are still burning, still a little orange, and saying, Zavis, this is all I have left. This is all I have left. That when we look at each other, and when we spend time among the Bakshashim, we should have this glowing shine on our foreheads to let us know we're a little bit crazy in all these ways.
to shine into one another the essential sandy, to bring us back to the of remembrance of a saner time, to bring us back to a remembrance of an ish endless, of a tzaddik endless, of a person who lived life in a way of sanity, in a way of perceptibility, in a way that every single moment was clear that it was lived in the presence of a Kodesh Baruch, that Hashem was real, and that everything in Yiddish Chai was a means toward the end of Kirvah Salahimli Tavi. And not just the Yiddish Chai, everything outside of his measures and his consensus, all of life was Yiddish Chai, everything at, at work, and at home, in Shabbos and Yom Tavi, in the weekdays. To remind us of an ish emes, or v'nachem brasil, schusir melein, or v'eim ha'kadosh v'anayur, the ish pele, and his tongue, or v'nachem schusir melein, so that we too can have this memory. Of a clearer time that even though it exists right now, but over chol, we have it all. We have it within us. Every single moment along the journey, and the story of the princess, the deserts, fields, and fires, different stages of the growth process, we have it all. Ashrim, ashrim, until we call what we have, what we know, in our best moments and in our worst moments. Over chol. And the middle of the Zeus becomes filled with the Ruchon. And we have each other. And we have the Sandi. And we have the Anshi Emes that led the way before us. And Nathan said, My Yesh Lechem Lid Oh, what do you have to worry about? Shani Hoylech of Nechem. For somebody to walk after, to follow, with confidence and strength and clarity. Yesh Ami Lismai. Shimchalo Shachachem. To tap into Zikari. To tap into that eternal memory. That the Imam Sheikh of Nasi Zerach, where Nasi fought, where Nasi, he didn't fight other people. The way they fought other people, Kiryachim, was just by being so sincere and so authentic and so real that he won them over in Mila. That Nasi fought to make sure that we wouldn't forget. He was the Talmud, that Nasi said, well, I want my Talmudim, Talmudim, Shemim, Talmudim. It's our mandate better to take what we have to take that mark on the forehead and take a little marker, you know, a holy marker, and walk around making marks on other people's heads. Because the taking property of each individual, because I shall lead to the taking of the Gula Kali, the Nirgamim Amibami. Okay.